Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Everyone knows therapy is great for solving problems, but getting therapy has its own problems too, like finding the right therapist, fitting into their schedule, and of course, the cost. Well, BetterHelp can solve those problems. It's totally online and built around your schedule. It's surprisingly affordable too. Connect with a credentialed therapist by phone, video, or online chat, all from the comfort of your home. Visit BetterHelp.com to learn more and save 10% on your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P. Is there mushroom in this house? You're listening to Bandwagons. Can't laugh at your own joke, Shane. Intro, courtesy of Shane Dempsey, which he laughed at at length twice, despite having, <laughs> twice, despite having said it previously, um, less than five minutes ago. So <laughs> we are back. Um, we had to do a part two, I think. We got so many stories. We, we couldn't leave some of them behind. So here we are. Yeah, we got so many stories. We are hugely appreciative of you all um, opening up your hearts and minds and sharing... Uh, Tales that you've probably suppressed for a very long time, so we do appreciate it. Um, yeah, making me feel very lucky for where I live now and yeah, who I live with. This is an exercise in gratitude, I think, for everyone else who doesn't have to experience mushrooms, rats, or... Oh, shits on the floor. Shits on the floor, <laughs> bins full of shit. Um, slugs. Yeah, slugs. Um, um, I will, before we, because as I said, we got kind of full-blown stories, but I said on last week's episode... I didn't get to go through the question box and there are a few like quick ones here that I will blitz through if that's um, okay with you, Bridge. Yeah, absolutely. Um, a friend found out her landlord was stealing her knickers off the washing line. It's a classic, isn't it? That is so grim. It's not great. There was one, sorry, this is the one that just How made me How would you not catch him? Once at a housemate who didn't pay her... <laughs> Once at a house, so we didn't that who didn't pay rent. All right. So we so we ran him out of the house with a hurl. <laughs> there are so many hurl stories. So many hurls. Um, so little time. Uh, similar enough to your story about food being eaten. Um, housemate stole a cake I was eating with friends oh, when sick. we left house to get more wine. Love that energy. Um, he denied it while his face clearly had chocolate on their faces. Still annoyed. Um, Bruce Bogtrotter. This one I think is kind of interesting, right? Because it comes back to the toilet roll debacle from. The previous episode. If you haven't listened, by the way, please go back and listen. To oh, is this not my one? Yeah. Someone just wrote in and said, living with tight people is the worst. One girl texted us looking for your each for tea towels. Yeah, the girls I used to live with did that as well. Or they'd go and get like, wash, washing up liquid and something. It'd be like, that's 50 cent each there. Okay. Like, no. Devil's advocate here though. 
if you are in a job where like other people don't contribute and they take up a lot of stuff like and you're feeling the pinch like I probably would do that as well 50 like why don't you just buy like, a load of stuff or I would or be like take turns take turns it. yeah take or turns and it you get a little kitty going or something like yeah are they still things a kitty yeah. they should be um one of the girls used to leave leftover lunches in boxes hidden around the kitchen until they went mouldy. She got called out in it and said she knew one of us would clean them eventually. Yes, it was it. a type of toxic. It was a type of power play, so toxic. Also, the shower that used to trip the switch electricity. You'd be there doing shampoo and would have to hop out, throw on a towel, scale the kitchen cabinets ninja style to turn the water back on. That All the time well. praying someone wouldn't walk in. Can you imagine? Freaked. Sorry. Oh my God. I just remember this one. This is um, very funny. Lived in student halls. So this came from a gal who I know and who I won't expose, but she went to, she went to uni. She was in the UK. Okay. Uh, lived in student halls a guy had a huge block in brackets literally large pillow sized of meat that he would defrost take chunks off to cook then freeze it again the meat juices would be all over the counter and don't even start in salmonella what kind of meat was it? how is that relevant? (laughs) it's all bad like ostrich? I don't know could be anything (laughs) same guy with the meat block used to drink baby milk powder because he thought it in inverted commas had more protein than protein powders and he'd get bigger in the gym he's probably right Breed he probably is right but it wouldn't be nice like what are you we can't make a call on that we're not scientists or doctors or baby no don't do it or protein experts (laughs) you're coming here for your protein advice oh look oh you're it's the wrong wrong the the wrong, 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 wrong uh, podcast. Um, oh, my cousin had rats living in the walls for a rental in Drumcondra. Landlord didn't really do anything about it. Now has hiked up their rent. So she was like, now it's ridiculously expensive and it's rat infested. You're paying extra for the rats. Get so, out. Do you know what I mean? Rats Get are out. extra, like walk. <laughs> um, my housemate shits in the toilet and doesn't flush it. I had to call her out on it. It's like the real life who took a shit in that toilet and didn't and doesn't <laughs> that's, that's, that's disgusting it's a, a yeah um, I feel like that's probably just something you're brought up doing and you don't realise it's wrong if you're constantly doing it like that's a parental issue like yeah. someone should have taught you to that's flush what I mean. your booze yeah like. Uh, cameras in the living room slash kitchen for security and inverted no. commas which we don't have access to on an app no which is um, not great um one housemate shaving off her whole bush and not hosing down the bath. Oh, that's sick. Good God. This is kind of sad. Started dating my housemate. He broke up with me, moved out in the middle of the night. That's grim, isn't it? Imagine yeah. you just, they're just gone the next day. That's, would you run them to stay? N- n- yeah. They're off gone. Yeah, in the long run. Yeah, for sure. Um, found a prescription and ointment for crabs in the bedside locker of a rented room I moved into. Sick. Um, first year college radiography housemate put a tin of beans in the microwave and another housemate sorry I had to tell someone that recently that if you put or if you put them so our microwave doesn't it keeps going until you like switch it back to zero yeah and I had to tell one of the girls like it was ages ago now but I was like you can't just like she would just close the door and let it run I was like you can't you can't run a microwave with nothing in it or it'll blow up exploding city yeah Um, sorry that same person said another housemate would always disappear to a room with sealed cans of tuna sick 
Absolutely sick. I honestly she have a pet know. cat up there? I don't even want to know. This one it just has a funny end. When I was in student accommodation, the guy who had the room next door to me used to stroll in late at night, slam every door and kick his shoes off against the wall we share, separating our rooms in brackets. That would be so annoying. Without fail every night, he would whip out his guitar and start singing, <laughs> in brackets, murdering Icy Fire by Ed Sheeran. He never once got through the whole thing, but used to start over multiple times. And at the end, she just says, Gulag? Question mark. What's Gulag? <laughs> it was like a... Was a a camp they used to send like people to die. <laughs> what? what are you talking I'm about? not explaining that well. When I moved into my house now, um, the girls were like, "Oh, we used to have a girl living here, and she was really weird. Like she used to like play the tin whistle for her YouTube followers." And I was like, "Right, we are not going to get on that well." Because it's just <laughs> they were like, back. she was so strange. She used to just sit in her room playing her tin whistle. And I was like, "Right, okay." Um, it was just That's the camps funny. under. Uh... <clears throat> Under Stalin. Don't worry about it. Oh, right, um, okay. I thought it was funny. Um, Did I mention this before? But I was listening to Shag Married Annoyed a couple of weeks ago and there was a girl wrote in for like relationship advice. And she goes, so I'm seeing this boy and we, we just went back to his place for the first time like since we started seeing each other. And he brings me to his room and he actually doesn't have a bed. It's just a nest of all his clothes and towels on the floor. <laughs> and she was like, so we're looking to get a place together. Do I get a bed? Like this is, it was batshit. What? Could you imagine? <laughs> Oh my god, no. Imagine the back issues. <sighs> oh, Scoliosis City. Um, my ex-flatmate once threw out all my food in the freezer because she said she could smell it in her bedroom. Probably. I, From the me. freezer? That's me. No, that's you me. couldn't. That's a lie. That's an absolute lie. Stuff can still go off even though it's frozen, guys. Don't don't be sleeping on that. I ju- I f- this person seems reasonable, though. Um, uh, like, as long as she threw out all the other food as well and it wasn't just directed at her. Yeah. Um, had pigeons nesting in my walls couldn't remove them because it disorientated the babies slept on the living room floor for three months as a result still triggered by uh, pigeons cooing oh my god not great now will we get into the um, yeah no I'm I'm pretty sure I'm done here yeah do you do you want to kick off <clears throat> and then I will uh, sure this one's a bit different it, the uh, subject line is I am the housemate from hell <gasps> Yes, uh, gals. All anonymous, obviously. We're not. Yeah, kidding. gals. Big fan of the podcast. Keeps keeps me going through my terrible work day. I moved to Spain on Erasmus in 2018 and rented a room in the city via Facebook before I arrived. First mistake. Uh, I was told I would be living with three other girls, but when I arrived after my long flight, I was greeted by a six foot six German man, my housemate. I was shocked, but decided it would be grand. From then on, my housemate was like a puppy. He followed me everywhere, and our apartment was tiny, so I could never get away from him. Even the sight of his Birkenstocks in the hallway made me angry. <laughs> I feel that. Um, one morning I decided to leave for college early to get some peace and quiet by myself. I locked the door and went on my way, completely forgetting that the shitty lock on our apartment door was broken. Once you locked it from the outside, whoever was inside was trapped with no way out. I turned my phone off and went to class. About three hours later when we got a break, I turned my phone on. I had about 12 missed calls from my roommate and landlord. He had been trapped in the house for hours and missed all of his mandatory lectures. All I wanted was a break from him and I ended up trapping him inside our apartment and being the housemate from hell. Lol. He hated me from that way that, that day forward and I ended up moving out soon after, losing 450 euro to my scammer landlord, but ultimately living an amazing Erasmus life without a puppy by my side. Oh God! The absolute stress of missing all your mandatory lectures. What's that like? What's that like? We wouldn't know because we did. Um, I had something been... in the humanities bracket. Ne- never had a mandatory lecture in my life. Yeah, can't relate. Um, will I hit you up with one? Yes, please do. Hey, Fanula and Breed, love the pod. Renting part one was excellent. Myself and my bestie said we had to write in. Thanks, girls. Mm. Please keep this on. So we were living in Australia nearly ten years ago. 
Two friends of ours, guy and girl couple, moved in with us in an ultimate dinge house with a prick estate agent. It was one house split into four apartments and we had one apartment for the four of us. We knew them from home on nights out and hanging out a bit and they were good crack. We had so much fun at the time, but definitely had some unusual out of Spain experiences. Firstly, their friend, another guy, came to stay with us for what was meant to be a few days while he was getting set up in Oz. We had no spare bed, so he happily, he happily slept on our kitchen floor for three months. Again, the back issues, go see someone. Kitchen We'd, floor? Yeah. Where's your living room? Don't know. Maybe they didn't have one, is the thing. Like, we'd both be in work earlier than him, which meant we'd have to physically step over him every morning as the apartment was tiny and you had to go through the kitchen to leave. He got a job selling electricity door to door. How does that work? Still having it in his bag? Like, <laughs> do I have the product for you? <laughs> um, but it was a bit of a mess apart from that. He didn't wash and went missing one time for a couple of days. <laughs> I think you're underselling it here. Like, I think. <laughs> I don't know. Um, there had to be an intervention on the BO sitch and we'd have regular house meetings about how to intervene and we'd try to stealthily place... <laughs> Could you imagine them just sitting there in the kitchen he's sitting on his bed for those house meetings? <laughs> he's just trying to go to sleep. like legs crossed. Um, Camper style. Um, we'd try to stealthily place extra shower gel into the shower in the hopes he'd use it. Can't say it worked though. We'd also often come home after a night out to find he decided to sleep in one of our beds hammered and would have to drag him out and back to the kitchen floor where he belonged. <laughs> in brackets, he obviously didn't pay rent and had no intention of ever moving out. One day we were going to a festival and two, two of our girlfriends came over for pre-drinks. They were smoking weed, but we weren't. But we weren't. So we went on to the festival and left our friends plus the two guys we lived with behind. We never met them at the festival, but the other girl we lived with, girlfriend of the guy, met us out in an absolute rage and told us she had come home to find her wife naked in her bedroom and the two girls... Our friends were putting his dick in a sandwich. <laughs> <laughs> like loaf of bread out on the bed, butter, jam, and his jam. and his willy, his willy all buttered. Why? I have the screenshot and I forgot why. That's, you could absolutely sue for harassment there. They were absolutely hammered. Not only that, but there was butter and jam all over the walls and in the bathroom. What was he doing? There were also slices <laughs> of bread buttered up and stuck on the cabinets in the kitchen. What kind of... That was a bad trip. Here at Bandwagons, we do not kink shame, but... That just seems like no, a but it was her bread. boyfriend, so it wasn't even a sexual thing. I, know, I don't know. Well, I don't know. Uh, needless to say, the couple made up, but we spent the next few weeks finding little bits of jam around the house until we moved out. We could go on more stories, but better not. Anyway, we still had the crack and left on good terms. No. Just, no. What? Absolutely not. Sorry for the long episode. Uh, the episode last week just had us reminiscing. Thanks, girls. No. I cannot. You'd never get over I that. I can't unsee that and I didn't even see it in person. <laughs> this one's not that bad, so... The last thing I'd want to a sandwich. My God. Yeah, go on. Hey girl, I was love the pod. So in first year of college, I lived on campus in UL and lived with five strangers. <laughs> Sorry, the subject line for this is cabin housemate that's tighter than a duck's arse. So it said, one of them was from cabin. We'll call him Simon for the purpose of anonymity. Every night, without fail, Simon would have one chicken Kiev, one boiled egg and a pear for dinner. <laughs> <laughs> a pear! Still scared by that combo and can never eat a pear ever again. <laughs> said housemate <laughs> and then it just doesn't it's, this isn't as bad <laughs> said housemate was from cabin so he never went home because imagine the trek from Limerick to cabin his hearse his hearse wouldn't even be on the couch before he'd have to turn around and come back <laughs> why is that your problem um, anyway in our college house I linked my Netflix account to the TV in the sitting room just for us all to use the one <laughs> 
You're gonna love Don't this. Don't breathe that's with my tea everywhere. Stop drinking. You're gonna love this. Um this one weekend, uh we were all arriving back Sunday evening, everyone pottering around the kitchen making dinner uh tea. <laughs> Come on, what is Cracking it? Cracking open cans, etc. Uh and I said, Oh, let's just throw on Netflix while we're all here. No. Sorry, I'm something stuck in my throat. I opened the Netflix account and the section that shows what you had just been watching pops up. And it says, continue. What is it? Is it dirty? No. It's porny, isn't continue it? Continue watching Mr. Bean. <laughs> <laughs> so we were all giggling just because Mr. Bean, like, what a legend. <laughs> I go to one of the other housemates we'll call him Sam hey Sam were you watching this Friday before you left and he says no and we turn to Simon he just smiles and says he had it on while he was cooking for background noise and then it's all caps background noise Mr Bean doesn't fucking speak (laughs) (laughs) anyway haven't seen him in about two years bless him have the memories from that house. What a time. Keep up the great work, ladies. Addicted to the pod. Kiss. <laughs> like, this gal got off lightly if that was the worst housemate <laughs> story. God I forbid, know, or may watch Mr. Bean. But she's a good storyteller. She is a good storyteller. Um, chicken Kiev and the egg, like. Hair. <laughs> don't need them together. That's like something beautiful for fucking dinner. Um, Might be nice. Don't start. <laughs> Um, hi gals, big fan of the podcast and love the last step on renting. Didn't get my own story in for the last episode, so here we go. Was starting a new job in Dublin, so looked for a place to live. Found one and went to see the room. Moved in as I was eager to get sorted and got on ground with the other girls who lived in the house too. Some of which I'm still friends with today. The landlady was living in a granny flat out in the back garden and was in and out of the house, which at first didn't really ring any alarm bells. However, after a while, I realised that all of the house rules and inverted commas were to fit around her and basically was like living in, in digs. So no cooking in the kitchen after nine. Everyone was to be upstairs by 10. No overnight visitors, parking, specifically on the street, not in the driveway, etc. Fast forward six months and I went to visit a friend in Kilkenny for the day one Sunday. Made the trip back to Dublin that night and when I went to open my bedroom door, which was locked because we all had keys to each uh, of our rooms, my key broke in the door. Bizarre, I know. This was at 9pm so I texted the landlady explaining what happened, asking if she had a spare key slash could sort it out for me. Two hours went by and still no reply after multiple phone calls. Thankfully, one of my roommates let me stay in her room, but I ended up staying there the entire night as she never replied. I'd work the next morning, but all my work stuff was in my locked room. Laptop, folder, resources, files. I'm a teacher, so I have a lot of stuff with me most of the time. Luckily, I had my purse with me, but that was it apart from the clothes on my back. Still no word the next morning. So to go to work with no makeup on and without any preparation on it was a nightmare. Was stressed enough already as I was waiting to be randomly inspected. Christ, I was so upset that she wouldn't even call me back. When I got home from work, I tried again and got through. Her <coughs> reply, ah, sorry, love, I was out last night and I didn't even see the texts or calls. Oh, what a bitch. Eventually, a locksmith was called and a new lock was put in. I was given a new key and after I explained the trouble, trouble this had all caused me, she replied, I said I was out. You know I just didn't see it. And shrugged her shoulders. To make matters worse, a couple of days later, I forgot to lock the door before I left for work. And when I got home, the door was locked. I got into my room and on my desk was an open cardboard loo roll with a scrawly note written on it reading, stop forgetting to lock your door. Why is she checking it? That was the last straw and I gave my notice. To top it all off, she then sent me a text. She was obviously supposed to send to her daughter saying, blank is moving out. Do you think it was because of the lock thing? Followed by a, sorry hon, that wasn't meant for you text. What a fucking dope, like. Um, Yeah, but I just thought the toilet roll thing was fucking a bit obscene now, to be honest. 
Um, <clears throat> excuse you. Excuse me. Excuse me. Uh, hey, gals, this story isn't mine, but gas all the same. Um, went to college in UCC. In third year, my friend invited me to a pre-drinks for Freshers Week at a fourth year's house. Uh, and it says the road, but I'm not going to say it. Um, all very exciting as it was an all lads house and a cool house result went in and the house was newly done beautiful new kitchen bathrooms etc the next time she was invited there was rag week went to the house and was more dirty this time but you know as you'd expect from four-ish months of boys living there went to go use the bathroom off the kitchen and they all started laughing couldn't figure out why and when she tried the door it was locked they said they couldn't be bothered cleaning it so they just let it get as dirty as possible and then just locked the door and started using the one upstairs boy logic holy <laughs> shit that is a galaxy brain take like. isn't it um this house was also the house where they got rats surprise surprise so instead of putting down traps the boys who lived on the ground floor moved upstairs while the lads upstairs had gone home for study month they also only cleaned i love this bit they also only cleaned one bowl and spoon every day and it would be passed around between each boy for their breakfast each morning <laughs> Sometimes, oh my gosh. sometimes not even dumping the milk out. Oh, that's Those disgu- boys are kissing. That's disgusting. And another lad's house I know were playing hurling in the sitting room and hit a hole in the wall. Luckily, their friend was an apprentice plasterer, so they got him to fix it and paid him in house parties as he was from the country. Paid him in house <laughs> parties for fuck's sake. This house, uh, I also went to pre-drinks at and went to the bathroom at one stage and got a knock while pissing for someone to come in. I said I'd be one minute, so instead of waiting, they pissed on the hall floor. <sighs> Upside down smiley face. I suppose after college, I can now see why no one rents to students. Thanks. Love the podcast. I thought that was so... The image of them like, are you done with the bowl and spoon yet? Like, just, just watch a, more. Just, just in a line, like just passing it down. That makes me gag. Freaks. I moved into a place for three months as I waited for my friend's other housemate to move out. The fellow was from either Spain or one of the Balearic Islands, I think. It was such a fast <laughs> move that I didn't... <laughs> it was such a fast move that I didn't catch his name properly. Anyway, two weeks in, he came running into my bedroom screaming. I did not know your housemate's name. Yeah. He was a very handsome 40-ish year old man, Mediterranean looking. So I see this guy at the foot of my bed, roaring. Then this younger girl in her 20s had dressed the same. What? I'd, so I see this guy at the foot of my bed roaring. Then this younger girl in 20s, I'm assuming comes into the room and is the exact same and is like crying or whatever. Mid-sex, they broke his willy. Like uh, it snapped. And not, then in all caps, snapped nice. again. I had to ring the ambulance while trying to calm both of them down. She took my number before she left. Anyway, three days later, he is home and she messaged me saying, Anus won't reply. Is he okay? Anus. Turns out the fella had some swanky name, but his shorter name was Anus, but pronounced properly, it, it's Anus. Okay. But it's spelled Anus. A week after this, he flew to London to get it fixed. The willy, I'm assuming. But it was only going to be a 70% recovery. What did he break? The willy. Not the banjo string. I don't know. You'll hear now, right? So he had to tie weights to his willy every day for an hour. <laughs> dangling. Like, I didn't know this fella yet. He showed me. All I can see is, like, ball bearings. Like, brumch. I'm speechless. Do you know what I mean? Um, Sorry, he would only recover 70% of its... 70% of its usage. I, I don't know. This is why we didn't fucking go. We need to. We'll ask Dr. Ash about that. <laughs> anyway, he found a. See, this is where it gets. He, he found a 99% chance of getting better in Greece. So was off. So was this off. Sounds to, like lies. So was off to there for a month to get better. He then decided to stay there longer. But sure, my rent was up and I was moving in with my friend. I had to sell his car, rent his apartment and, stay, and sell stuff like his TV, etc. Had to bring his car for the NCT. It failed. One of the things not working was his fucking horn on his car. Like, fuck my life. I don't know how the NC, NCT centre didn't call an ambulance for the laughing and crying for me. Haha. <laughs> 
Anyway, I sold everything for him, sent, him, sent the money to him. I'd say it was nearly 20,000. About six weeks later, he messaged me, thought maybe giving me a gift for all the work I did. He asked me for 37 euro for the ESB. Oh I swear God. to God, cheeky fuck. The story gripped work uh, each day. They didn't want me to move out, haha. Oh my God, Amos broke his willy. The weights, like. The weights. Bench pressing. What was that going to do? I don't know. Um, I need to know more about that story. Um, <clears throat> Hi girls, love the podcast. Hope you guys are doing well. Rented a beautiful house off a lady. She did not live in the town and this was her late mother's house. She'd agreed to give us a good price for a cash in hand. First red flag. Although we are still talking close to the thousand euro mark. Wasn't an absolute steal or anything. As a young couple with kids, we grabbed with both hands. Grabbed it with both hands. We saw this lady once a month when she drove down for the rent. Probably a good two or three hour trip. Second red flag. Uh, fast forward a year or so down the line. We are in bed at approximately 6am on a Saturday morning. Someone starts absolutely banging the door down. Terrified. We answer the door. It's just a, it's a man just off the ferry with his family wanting to know who we are. It's her brother she no longer speaks to and his family. This house was left to both of them and he stayed in the house anytime he came home to Ireland and she uh, she had changed the locks. Had no idea she decided to rent it out um, or who we were. He kept shouting, where is all my mother's belongings? He thought we were squatting. He went through all the drawers and presses so aggressively looking for his mother's belongings. By now, my own children are in the kitchen crying. This oh guy, my God. This guy punches walls after what seems like forever of him shouting and roaring and his two daughters bawling, crying in our kitchen, physically calling out, oh, granny, we found the lease. That, oh, this is so bad. We found the lease that she had typed out herself and had a sign in front of a solicitor at our request. That ended up not being a solicitor at all, just a friend of hers she had dragged into the whole ploy. We got a sheepish, sheepish text that night from the landlady saying, my family have started legal proceedings, can you please leave by the end of the week? Ended up four of us in my mother's box room in bunk beds for weeks trying to find somewhere else to live. Um, I live in a town where maybe two or three places come up a week and are usually gone before they're finished uploading to the site. All our belongings ended up damp and having to be dumped after having nowhere else to put them other than my mom's shed. Have never went anywhere other than an agent since then um, and have a leg to stand on. At least we have a leg to stand on. Lesson learned. That woman needs to be fucking arrested. Could you imagine how scary that was? Just children crying everywhere and a man punching your walls in. Yeah, like in the most, most people that contacted us were like kind of students or like our age or people who had those kind of experiences and it was gas. But like we would have had the odd one then like that where it's people who have like who have families and they're just like, just give me a house. Just give me a house. Like yeah. I'm not. I, I just don't know need somewhere. They to just need somewhere children, to live. Like, they're not going to take the pace. It's really tough. Like, yeah. Put the house market in rice. That's what I said on Twitter. And you I should send this on to the government. This um, podcast. I already have. Have you? Yeah. Have you really? No. <laughs> <laughs> who do I? How do you send a podcast? Like who? Who the fuck <laughs> is housing them? The podcast. <laughs> I'm just thinking like physically I don't even audio. I actually Who is housing minister now? Do you know? Do you know Shane? I need to check that I know all the rest of them but She's a fool whoever does anyone or she it. Yeah will you google it? Minister for housing Minister for housing yeah um, Dara O'Brien Couldn't tell you Dara O'Brien this is actually a direct call out This is a call out podcast now Yeah Get your shit together Anyway Hey gals, I was capital R raging that I didn't send in my renting story last week, so here goes. Just for back, be- <laughs> you alright? Just for background, best friend slash housemate has a dog in the house who we all love, or pretend to, even when she is whinging. 
I was seeing, in inverse commas, this guy last year and we were enjoying a moment in my room that was absolutely not how God intended, in brackets, hup the gaze. We were home alone, which in a house of five is an opportunity harder to find than Amelia Earhart. I was convinced, <laughs> I was convinced that I had closed my bedroom door. But in, I think I know who this is. But in walks the dog, larger than life, even though she's the size of a sliced pan. In the throes of passion, I chose to ignore her, which wasn't the brightest move, as she hopped up on the bed, jumped onto my chest and started licking my face. The guy's face said it all. He was less than impressed as I casually told her, I'm busy, Lily, while shooing her off me and the bed. Now, I'm not one to kink shame, but I couldn't leave the dog indulge in her voyeurism, so sent her out of my room. Her moaning outside my bedroom door was louder than anything I could muster up as she had ruined the moment. Someone was fully satisfied. Someone was fully satisfied as myself and the guy sat and watched TV while the dog gave herself a good seeing too for the night. All the best, the dog whisperer. Oh my god. Oh god. That's another reason not to get a pet, I think. Yeah, don't do it. <clears throat> okay, this is a quite a long one. Okay. Um, but I think it is gas, so bear with me. Hey gals, long time listener, first time emailer, but after listening to the to renting part one the other week, I thought I should share a renting experience that I had that I will never forget. I was going into final year in Minute and nightmare, didn't get campus accommodation and was struggling to find anywhere suitable. Was getting desperate when a girl who had been in a few of my classes in first year and had a few mutuals with uh, messaged me saying she was looking for someone to share a room with in her house. I was a bit iffy and my gut feeling was bad about sharing a room with basically a stranger, but I viewed the house and agreed as it was decent. It was a decent enough house and I was desperate. So firstly, there were seven of us sharing a three bed. Myself and this girl and five lads. One of the lads was a disaster. Walked around in his bare feet, never cleaned the dishes and used to use the tea towel to clean up spillages on the floor using his feet and then put the tea towel back on the counter. No, 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 no. <laughs> to be used to dry dishes. I am dry heaving, reliving this image in my head. Anyway, that's not even the bad part. That is fucking sick. Get out. Because I, I, I walk around now. my bare feet and I was like, oh, no, this is direct but do you dry, like, No, obviously I don't. I I'm use my feet with a tea towel to dry a floor sometimes, but you put it straight into the washing oh, machine. Oh yeah, I wouldn't have it. Yeah, no, it's in the wash. I'm basket, actually gagging like. thinking about that. Um, <laughs> foot dishes. <laughs> foot cups. <laughs> yeah, imagine drinking tea every mug that's been wiped. Mm, feet. Anyway. That's Some people would story. love that though. That's Sorry, you, you probably, maybe you missed a trick there not selling the cups. I actually might get sick. Sorry, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, the first few weeks with my new roommate went okay. We got on well, shared lifts to college sometimes, discussed the modules we had together. Invited her to nights out with my pals, etc. And then one night she told me and my friend while drunk that her mom had passed away a few years ago. Said sorry, had drunken chats about it. And then it wasn't really brought up again until the day her mom <laughs> turned up at the house. <gasps> no! With her purse that she had forgotten. Next thing, uh, I noticed some of my clothes had started to go missing. That's a red flag for me. Um, or a red rag to a ball. What is it? It can be <laughs> a red matter. flag and a red rag, me. I suppose. It's not about me. It's not <laughs> about you, yeah. <laughs> I had a really nice, uh, expensive shirt and was looking for it one evening in the wardrobe while she was in the room and couldn't find it, but I knew I hadn't left it back at home. I noticed a collar poking out of my roommate's jacket that looked awfully like the shirt, so I happened to start talking out loud about how I couldn't find this bloody shirt and had she seen it and that I really wanted to wear it and didn't think it was at home. She got really nervous looking and then all of a sudden goes, oh, is this the one? And zipped down her jacket to see my shirt underneath. Her response, oh my God, I'm so sorry. I got dressed in the dark this morning and just pulled out the first thing I saw. Now this was 8pm at night, so she'd been wearing it all day, calling bullshit. It gets worse. Over the next few months, she met a fella on Tinder 
and used to go off to ride him in his Jeep. However, one weekend she thought that everyone had gone home and had him round. She thought wrong. Another of my housemates and his mother walked into the house and into the kitchen where she found them mid-ride on our kitchen table. Ah! <laughs> oh my God. They freaked and ran to the room but left the... They freaked and ran to the room but left the box of condoms and three used condoms on the kitchen table and two in the living room. The poor mother... Um, she also knew we had mice in our kitchen for three weeks and instead of telling us had been feeding them that's right Snow White the final straw was when I came home when I went home for a week at Easter my bed was at the window in our room and I had left my laundry basket with a few bits of dirty laundry in it by accident this was hidden under the bed I arrived back to find that the windowsills on my duvet had muddy footprints on it where someone had obviously come in through the window the bed was pulled out from the wall and my laundry basket was emptied out all over the floor and worse again there were crumbs in my bed brackets I'd never eaten in my room um, and my housemate was nowhere to be found I also found out from another housemate that he saw her jump out of my bed one evening and into her own when he pulled into the driveway so clearly she'd been sleeping in my bed when I was away why no like, this person why? is a full sociopath your bed is r- literally could not be any closer like um, she also robbed a bra and a kimono from the laundry basket that had been upturned on the floor I messaged her on Facebook telling her I wanted an explanation when she got home as to what the fuck had gone on and I knew she'd been sleeping in my bed she sent a panicky reply saying she'd dropped something down the side of my bed and pulled it out to get it from then on till the end of the year she only ever came home after midnight and used to leave at 6am each morning so she wouldn't have to speak to me or the other housemates my kimono and bra also turned up in these few weeks where she had only been in the house when she knew no one else was at home. It uh, was found on the bed in another roommate's room. I know he hadn't taken them as he helped me look look, uh, and found the whole thing equally as fucked up as me and had reported her to the landlord. The roommate that caught her riding on the kitchen table also confirmed that she had pulled on that exact kimono when she was interrupted, confirming that she had robbed it on me. <laughs> I'd burn that. <laughs> oh my god! She never came back to the house to collect the rest of her things or move her stuff after that time. Um, after the time I called her out, she even stopped going to lectures. She knew myself or the other housemates attended, and I was told by multiple people that she had been sleeping in her car on campus some evenings. The landlord even sent us messages asking why she hadn't moved out her stuff. I'm presuming she eventually did after she knew we'd moved out, but who knows? Anyway, I'm so sorry. This has been an absolute essay and you probably won't even be able to read it because it's so bloody long. But yeah, I don't think I'll ever have a worse living situation as long as I live. Okay. Love the show and hopefully hopefully get to see you live at some stage. She shouldn't have. Yes, fingers crossed. Um, Thanks for the laughs. Keep it up. She shouldn't have had to stay in the car. Like there's a whole lot of things where I'm like, like, I mean, listen, it would have been hard to admit that like they weren't making her stay in her car. She was all self-inflicted. I know. Yeah, but like, I'm just like, I don't know. There's something not right there. I do like big I don't say issues. issues. Yeah, I'm just. But then I suppose, how do you admit that you've been sleeping in someone else's bed? Like, why was she sleeping in someone else's bed? Huge Goldilocks. Energy. Her bed is right there. Yeah, I don't know. Oh, and eating in it. Maybe, that, maybe that she would... fancied her. Maybe it was. I don't know. Do you know? Like, a, I don't know. Well, I think we've established she likes men. <laughs> maybe she likes both. Yeah, maybe. Bandwagons did say by rights. Didn't yeah, we? <laughs> we did. Um, we always do. <laughs> we do. We always do. In fairness. Um, Said I'd send on what I think is the worst housemate story you'll hear. I don't know. There's, <laughs> there's been some absolute crackers. Um, lived with a group of girls in my first year of my master's. There were seven of us in the house altogether. I had a downstairs bedroom and shared a bathroom with one other girl while the rest of the girls were upstairs sharing a bathroom between them. Anyway, a few months into living there, all was going well. I came back one Sunday evening to find one of those past... 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas, big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. Of aggressive notes taped to the fridge with a new set of house rules. I was immediately annoyed because not a single thing on the list applied to me. Said nothing and went about my day and then the next evening two of the girls called me into the sitting room with very serious faces telling me they had something to tell me. They asked had I seen the note and explained it was only aimed at one of our housemates. So I was laughing away like, Jesus, I didn't realise she was even that bad. And that's when they told me the horrors they had been facing upstairs. Basically, after every shower, this girl had, in brackets, let's call her Mary, there was shit left on the walls. Literal shit. What? She also used to FaceTime her boyfriend while she was in the shower. So that just adds to the confusion of why there was shit on the walls. <laughs> As if shit on the walls wasn't confusing and disgusting enough. Why is your boyfriend witnessing it? It's a great question. As well as that, sometimes her boyfriend would stay over on the weekends with her. But they wouldn't stay in the same bed. It's important to note here that Mary shared a bedroom with our other housemate, who we'll call Jane. Jane suspected that Mary's boyfriend was sleeping in her bed, which she was not okay with, because she didn't know the lad at all, and like, just sleep in the same bed as your girlfriend? Yeah. Jane confronted Mary about it, and Mary said that such a thing would, uh, would never happen. So one weekend, Jane came back after being home for the weekend and was in her bed, which had definitely been slept on because she'd arranged it in such a way that she would know if anything had been moved. And there was a brown stain on her bed sheets. Oh, absolutely not. At first, she thought it was just chocolate. No, it never is. Wouldn't we all? (laughs) Um, On further inspection, it turned out to be shit. (laughs) Hence why the passive-aggressive note appeared. Now, the note in the kitchen didn't mention anything about bedroom or bathroom etiquette or shit, I'm assuming. How does (laughs) that say then? Fill the kitty... Not with shitty. Um, Stop uh, shit in the shower, you freak. <laughs> no one's ever that direct to be like, mm, guys, can we please just shit in our own Some spaces? Do shit in the shower. But you, sh- you shouldn't. No, you really shouldn't. That's not good. <laughs> like that's if you're listening to this podcast, being like, "That's a cr- point for me." Like, then I don't think we want you listening anymore. Anyway, um, it was the usual clean up after yourself kind of buzz. So when I asked how long this had been going on, the girls told me it had been happening since Mary had moved in. At this point, it was nearly Christmas, if I remember correctly. So far too long for this to have been happening and gone unsaid. They told me they never said anything because how do you bring up shit on the bathroom walls with someone and um, ask them? I sorry, to what, not do why that. is there shit in the bathroom? Like it's that easy The issue only resolved itself When Mary moved out After the Christmas break And the other girls Finally had a lovely Clean bathroom Other things Mary did Was leave raw chicken Lying on the counter For days Put tea towels In the dishwasher And change the timer On the heater To her own liking Which pissed us off So much That is annoying She'd have it on For five hours at a time And the oil would be gone Every few weeks Which we would have to Then put Yeah I know The stress of oil And I used to live with girls that uh, would set the heating so that it was when they were getting ready for work and it would go off for when I needed to get up and go to work. And would come on before I go home and go off when I go home. I was like, grand, yeah. 
Love that for me. Um, do you have another one? Yes. Um, back in 2011, I decided it was time to fly the coop. I'm actually traumatized by that shit in the walls story. Um, back in 2011, I decided it was time to fly the coop as it was my first time viewing a... Uh, as, blah, 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 blah. <laughs> I'm going to start again. Back in 2011, I decided it was time to fly the coop. As it was my first time viewing a place, I brought two of my friends with me. Very glad I did, as no one would have believed me when telling them about this place. As soon as the guy answered the door, it was head nodding and fake smiles from the three of us. He showed us the bedroom first, which involved him bringing us in and having to ask the half-dressed couple to get out of the bed. <laughs> it was so dark in the room, we'd nearly not have noticed. I would, ha- uh, I would say the curtains were closed, but it wasn't a curtain. It was a hippie scarf kind of stuck up in front of the window, kind of falling down. Once we'd taken that in, along with the smell of the bird cage housing two birds at the end of the bed, the toilet was next. Honestly, what the actual fuck? If you were showing someone a room in your house, why would you not leave the lid down on the broken toilet? Layers and layers of pissed on toilet paper topped off with a big shit. As oh, the cherry stop! On stop! <laughs> stop! The kitchen would turn you off eating. The dirt, the smell. As we stood there with your man pointing out whose press was whose. He was optimistic. <laughs> One of the dogs came up and started licking grease off the front of the oven door. At least someone in the house was into cleaning. He brought us out to the cool hangout area, which was a dodgy extension with an ash covered table and lads far too old to be drinking cans in the middle of the day midweek. It was then that we saw the full on horse living in the back garden. A full on horse. Fake smile, snake smiles, head nodding. Great. Thanks, Mill. Bye. <laughs> That's it. Like that's a zoo though Do you know what I mean Like get the people Out of the bed That's like Yeah And turn on the light I mean there's layers To that so many It's just not right Like Imagine showing someone So this is the bathroom There's just a big poo (laughs) It's just to demonstrate It's use I don't know Um, (laughs) It's not doing it very well Hey Fanula and Breach This is a long one So maybe just skip To the last paragraph For the punchline If it is I moved to Dublin last October for work and moved into a lovely house with two other girls. In January, one of the girls decided to go travelling and so she moved out and we started looking at other girls to get into the room. We met a girl who was a guard and seemed really nice and so we decided to let her have the room. She moved in and initially everything seemed normal and then it's like the two like shifty eyes emoji. However, the week she moved in, she cleaned the kitchen top to bottom, which involved throwing out all of the cleaning stuff belonging to me and the other girl. She also had used our stuff to clean it as she bought nothing of her own. She was really reclusive and never came out of her room. And if we called her to ask if she wanted to come down for tea with uh, with us, she would just ignore us. I shared her bathroom with her and she would leave like filthy makeup face cloths in the sink and fill up the bin with tan bits, etc. And never clean or empty it. Even though there's an agreement we take turns deep cleaning it once a month. She would never come downstairs to us. She would So she would order takeaway every night. And when it came, just sprint downstairs to get it and back up. This could have been me. Then so she wouldn't have to speak to us. Due to this, the kitchen bin was always full with packaging, etc. And she would also never empty that. Then the worst bits. This is psychological warfare. (laughs) The heating controls were in her room and she started refusing to turn on the heating. If we knocked, text, slash texted, she just ignored us. She would leave for work all sneaky, but leave lights on in her room so we wouldn't know if she was there or not and couldn't just walk in ourselves to turn it on. Correct. This obviously caused some massive upset in the house and after literally begging, in all caps, begging her to turn on the heating day after day and many cold showers, we asked her to move out and gave her a month's notice. It all got worse after that somehow. I went for a run one day and turned on the immersion so I could have some hot water after. She heard me do that and jumped into the shower the minute I got back and stayed in it until she used it all and there was once again none for me. 
The day she moved out, she left and opened every single window in the house as a final way to make sure we were as cold as possible. Her room was left filthy with makeup and tan stains everywhere and we found out she was smoking in the room since there was loads of ash all over the windowsill. Still don't know why she took such an instant dislike to us but have given up trying to understand why. These stories are only the tip of the, tip of the iceberg and I'm still terrified I'll be st- stopped someday and the guard will be her. Love the podcast, girls. She was a guard? Yeah. Oh, I completely lost her. Imagine that. that person enforcing the law. A cab, am I right? What does that mean? All cops are bastards. <laughs> Fanula. But they are. Not all of them. <laughs> Not all of them. Oh, what? Do you want to do an episode on guards? Yeah, I know some nice guards. Um, high wagons. Uh, I've... <laughs> I've had some bad renting stories not as bad as someone the last pod but my house when I was in second year in UL was pretty bad we had a severe slug problem they used oh to co- this God. is my top three fears in life slugs snails and open water <laughs> they used to come in jeez to- imagine all three that's a Samuel L. Jackson movie if oh. I ever heard it slugs in the sea <laughs> I'm tired of these motherfucking yep um, you get the picture they used to come in through the open pipe behind the dishwasher and the landlord said there was nothing she could do about it. Just told us to use salt. They used to get everywhere. Whenever we'd come back from a night out, we'd find them all over the kitchen. I actually am physically unwell thinking about this. I'll never forget the time that I picked up a spoon to stir my tea and noticed... No, the, no, the, no, 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 no. End of story, no. <laughs> no, no. And noticed... <laughs> noticed at the last second... Um, I've lost my place now because you... Fucked me up. Um, <laughs> so at the last second, a slug was stuck to the bottom. Uh, when the weather got warmer, the slugs left, but they were replaced with ants. Definitely not as gross, but it got to the point that the lads I lived with stopped cleaning up uh, cleaning up their leftover food because the ants would look after it. The heating was broken in the house for most of the winter as well. The living conditions landlords are okay with providing students is scandalous. Love the pod. Looking forward to the next one. That that same house I'm always giving out about had a slug problem too. Sick from the back of the dishwasher. I saw an article, I think it was on Today FM or like some podcast about how we're due a swarm of No, don't say ants. Please. Oh, ants, I'll take ants. Flying ants, but like an influx, like so. So the subject line of this email was herpes surprise, renting stories, um, which is my favourite subject line to read. <laughs> Hi, ladies, I've just listened to the podcast episode on renting horror stories. Well, I have many. This is not what the story is about. It's more to do with living in an awkward situation. To set the scene, I was living in a six-person house in third year of college. Three of my lad friends, a girl from Cork, I didn't know previously, in brackets, complete sounder, unsurprising, what a great county. Um, I said that, she didn't say that. Um, And an Erasmus student from Canada. Let's call her Emily. Emily was a lovely, super friendly and direct person. A complete oversharer with anyone and everyone she met. Very early on, she had stated the fact that she'd only kissed two boys prior to moving to Ireland. Fair enough, no bother at all. To say she returned to Canada a new woman is an understatement. Those 15 weeks she lived with us was somewhat awkward. Emily and one of the housemates, I'll call him John, started sleeping together. Not a big deal, but a bit awkward when you could hear them going at it while sitting in the living room slash kitchen. Erasmus students would often go away at the weekends travelling around Ireland in a group. Nearly every week she would return with details of her latest encounter with a different lad each time. Go get it, girl. Things took a turn for the worse when after a couple of weeks she suspected she might have herpes. Oh, Christ. When she told me this, I got her an appointment with the student clinic to go get checked out the next day. 
and said not to say anything to John, the housemate she was still riding, until you find out what it is you have. She went and got checked out and was told, nope, doesn't have anything, all clear. Great news. Emily, God bless her soul, did not believe this to be the case. She went to two other clinics to get second opinions, told her therapist over a Skype session, told her dad over Skype. Oh, God. While I was in her room, very casually, in inverted commas, oh, dad, think I have herpes. Don't know what kind of relationship you have with your fathers, but mine certainly isn't like that. Obviously, the rest of the house also found out about this. John was not happy as all the rest of the lads slagged him off to no end. Still do to this day, to be honest. Emily carries on as if nothing ever happened. Fairfox were uh, so much confidence. While the rest of the house just didn't know how to handle it at all. The remainder of the semester involved a lot of awkward silences when Emily and John would be in the same room. She continued seeing other lads and returning to tell us all the details. So much that I didn't want or need to know. Another quick story about Emily. It was one of my friend's 21st party up in Galway and as we'd been hanging, all hanging around together, Emily got invited. Great night, only that my friend's mom walked in on Emily and another lad riding on the bathroom floor. Jesus. Awkward breakfast the following that. morning. That's a song. That's a shaggy song. Picture this, we were both butt naked. Yeah, it is. What a tune. <laughs> I was obsessed with Shaggy as a child. Obsessed. As a child. Yeah. Angel, I remember... It was. It came on the radio before, and he, so we used to go. I used to sit in the back seat, and this Good was the time when, mind. yeah, just for context, yeah, that song, Cracker, um, and I, I think I really fancied the singer because wasn't Shaggy didn't do the vocals, Shaggy no did the rap. Idea. I have no idea who it was. I really fancied him, um, and my dad was dropping me and Ian to school, presumably one of the days in the morning, or dropping us somewhere, and Ian was in the front seat, and the song came on the radio, and Ian turned it off, and I started screaming, crying, like, sc- You'd like, still do that? Oh yeah. That's rude, but it's <laughs> accurate. That's rude, but it's not fault. Um, and then Ian got a Balkan, so it was fine. Because I was only small. One of your so. earliest memories. Yeah. <laughs> Closer than my peeps you are to me. It's a good song. It is a good song. Um, Hi, guys. I know I'm a bit late, but I thought you might appreciate this mad story about my time as a student in Galway. I haven't included any names in this story since, well, you'll probably understand once you've read it. In my second year, a friend and I got a flat above the pub uh, Busker Browns. We used to get a lot of people aggressively ringing our buzzer in the middle of the night and eventually we learned it was not just drug pump go- pub- <laughs> drunk pub goers but that, that our neighbour was a sex worker and her buzzer was broken. She told her clients to ring ours and we buzzed them up. She told us herself after we had to confront her about it. She told us this herself after we had to confront her about it. We regularly had men pounding on our own door in the middle of the night and once we had to call the guards because she was involved in an altercation with a client and we were genuinely concerned for her life. A few months into this, we noticed she had a guy who was hanging around the halls of the flat a lot. Ours and hers were only were the only flats on the floor. He told us he came over from the States to be a mature student in the NUI, but he met her. They were doing the same course and after they became friends, he dropped out and then they just drank all the time. Sometimes she let him sleep in the flat, but other times he'd just sleep in our shared hallway. After about two months of this, she told us she was moving out to Salt Hill. She was always quite nice to us, bringing us boxes of chocolates as a thank you for being sound to her, but we were understandably glad she was going. We finished college, the college year, but on returning to Galway in September, learned that there had been a murder in Salt Hill. Our old neighbour had stabbed our poor hallway friend and he bled to death. To death. Um, I just did a quick Google and it looks like she was jailed for it. Obviously, it's really tragic that a man lost his life, but I do think it's amusing that the photo of her splashed across the front of the Galway advertiser had her wearing an NUIG hoodie. See the link below. That's grim, isn't oh it? Oh my God. Sorry, that was a bit of a dark one. It happens. Does it? <laughs> it shouldn't, but it does. Like, I'm not condoning it. I'm just, I'm, do you have I another just one or do you want me to do a lighthearted one? I, no, I have a lighthearted okay. one. Okay. 
Because then I have a kind of a mildly grim one after this. Okay. Hi, Fanula and Breed. Love the podcast. When I was on Erasmus, I lived in off-campus student accommodation with people from all over Europe, studying at all levels from BA to PhD. The accommodation itself was everything you would expect from bad student housing, an old, uninsulated building, constant lack of hot water, etc. But that's not why I'm writing to you. I'm writing about the lad whose bedroom was directly beside mine. Our two rooms were once a larger room and were now separated by an extremely thin wall. With my bed on one side, it couldn't be moved, and his directly on the other side. So they were basically beside each other. As you can imagine, one of us could hear everything the other did. I should probably mention the lad in question was probably one of the most beautiful men I have ever seen and could very easily pull anyone he wanted. You should always include that. Which he did, often. He was an extremely nice guy, so I couldn't begrudge him for any of his exploits, but I did have to invest in earplugs. He was pursuing a PhD in a really niche area of biology about ants. To fund his education, he worked at three ni- he worked three nights a month as a gigolo. He used the term. I don't know if it's offensive these days or not. I we don't either, so don't cancel us. He mainly worked with women in their forties and fifties as they would pay for hotels and tip him well. However, he did have one re- recurring client that requested the relationship experience in inverted commas, where he would bring her back to his room for the night for an extremely large sum of money. This happened maybe four times. No one in the flat cared what the lad did to pay the rent, but everyone dreaded the message into the WhatsApp group when this woman would arrange an appointment with him. She used to shout extremely graphic instructions and let out the most blood-curdling screams. Oh my God. And just make as much noise as possible all night. Each to their own, but if I uh, if I was making the sounds she was, they would be caused by the absolute opposite of enjoyment. No one would say anything to our flatmate because he was all, he always made it up to us by buying things for around the flat and dealing with the landlord. He knew very well that we could all hear though. Uh, he said, "Keep up the good work." Lighthearted, as ever. Well, I mean, like keep it alive. <laughs> I'm just laughing at that woman just getting her bit and just roaring, <laughs> screaming, screaming, blood curdling screams. The rest of them You're just crying, wanting to go to sleep, and she's <laughs> just having a laugh, like. You know, uh, la listening to the renting episode now and thought I'd send in these as a wee laugh. Um, I have had renting horror stories to living in a house. I have had renting horror stories living in a house with nine girls, some who began breaking other girls' stuff when there was a bit of a house divide, smudging makeup palettes and the likes, threatening. Oh no! I, I know should they be dead? I know they would be dead. That's how these things happen. Threatening smudging to, fucking makeup palettes, threatening to fight us, lol. Landlords threatening to kick us out all the time, genuinely over nothing. Just indecisiveness over uh, if we were to stay the following year. A dirty tampon was left on the floor and no one claimed responsibility. Guess who had to put on rubber gloves and sort it? Yep. Thumbs up. (laughs) Rent being stolen, having to pay more money to rent since I was the student in charge of the flat. I have no idea what's going on here. (laughs) Having to the pay. landlord was charging that person more because they were dealing with all having the admin. To, having, uh, yeah, yeah, since I was a student in charge of the fat rent cash in hand envelope. Housemate who used to steal all my belongings. Particular shout out to when they stole a towel that had my initials sewn into it in vibrant pink thread and still had the galls to keep it. And to top it all, when I was not in the house because my granny died and took some time away, moved their sister into my room and they wore my clothes for a week and they never said it to me. Other roommates had to tell me they thought I gave permission. Hope this gave a wee chuckle. To be honest, uh, I'm well. I wouldn't. I'm well. I wouldn't say okay with it, but everything makes me laugh now. Just think we put up with it, and just thought this was student Dublin living, living in a great house now with fab friends. So it's all grand, and would definitely say I've learned a lot. Regards, bandwagoner. I actually I won't read the full thing, but I did get we did get one in as well about this gal that like lived in a house and was like kind of fairly reclusive, but like would kind of only have the boyfriend over and didn't really mix with the rest of the housemates and one then later on or kind of towards the end of your one your one was moving out 
there was a charge made on one of the other housemates' cards that you didn't remember making for fucking Papa John's. And your one was after taking the other housemate's card de- details to order Papa John's. Jeez. If you're going to rob someone's card, order from get good a better takeaway. Pizza, Do you know yeah. what I mean? <laughs> get a Domino's. Um, <laughs> so, a bit of a trigger warning for the next one. Because um, the subject line is renting a dead neighbour in all caps. Oh, yeah. Hi, gals. Chuffed you guys are doing a second episode. I have a fucking hoot tree. Do it with the subject line? I don't know. We'll find out. Well, I read the subject line. So I lived in a... This, I read this and I have questions at the end, right? So I lived in a house share about five years ago, which is grand, although the house next door was a bit creepy. Like a dump, grass up to 90 and broken glass in the front door so anyone could get in or out. I was told by my new housemates a squatter came and went the odd time, which I accepted. And whenever I passed him, I just nodded and said hi. Anyway, about six months in, I came home one day to find guards everywhere on my road, stopping everyone and making sure no one was coming or going. I was quizzed by Vanguard and told them I lived in the corner house, blah, blah, blah. They said they would send someone in. I later found out the guy was not a squatter. He owned and lived in that house. And when his parents hadn't heard from him in a week, they went to the house only to look through the broken glass at the door to find him at the bottom of the stairs, bludgeoned to death. Jesus. He'd laid there for a week. His body was so so brutally beaten, they had to do DNA to ensure it was actually him. The following few days were something I'll never forget. Guards outside my front and back 24-7 for 10 days straight. Newspapers magically getting my phone number and ringing me and shouting for my garden to talk about the guy. I'd seen him about 10 days previously and could 100% verify dates. So I was the last to see him alive. Had to give three statements. The person I was with at the time, uh, I saw him was a towing company because my car broke down, lol. And that employee also got brought in to verify my story also. It was fucking wild and very surreal, in brackets. Ov's nothing at all compared to what his family and fr- parents and family were going through. I just mean in my own way. Turns out it was a young lad who they ended up getting from fingerprints who is now serving life in prison for it and has never once told a sinner why or what happened, which is so bizarre. I often think of the poor guy who was killed. I think he was just the same as any of us, but just lost his way in life uh, slightly. Hence the reason for his living situations. I had, a, I had a picture on my phone of the killer and I had to delete it. I couldn't sleep knowing it was even in my phone. Crying, laughing face. But you could still sleep in the same No, no, no. Building, this like... is it. I stayed in the house for about six months after. Get out of there. But every time I walked on my driveway and could see the little gap in the broken glass of the door, I got the shits. Mad times. Sorry for the long email. Link below if you want to read. No. Um, no, thank you. I'll just read the headline. It's from the Irish Times. <sighs> Dublin man, 24, jail for life over unexplained murder. What the fuck? What the fuck? This is a true crime podcast now. This is a true crime podcast. Do you it's have not. a lighthearted one to end on? Or I have one. Oh, here I have another one involving poo, yeah. Okay, I have one that's kind of short. I'll read this and then we can do the poo. Grant. Okay, hey gals. Big fan of the pod and love listening in every week. I've had some crap housemates over the years to say the least, but what takes the top prize were the ones I had in my first year of college. I was the first one back up to the house after the Christmas break. I said I'd be good for the week and had bought loads of good food to cook and prepare. New year, new me, all that kind of bollocks. So I go to preheat the oven and after a while, I, I smell what can only be described as death. I look in the bins, empty. I check the fridge, empty. I finally check the oven to find a mouldy turkey carcass complete with full trimmings. Stop! Roast potatoes, stuffing, etc. Just left in the now preheating oven. The turkey had been left there for so long that it was now starting to regrow its fur. Yeah, truly disgusting. Oh, God! To say I was bullying disgusted would be an understatement. I took a picture of it and sent it into the house group chat asking whose it was. Everyone denied it and some even accused that it was mine. (laughs) 
the worst part was I was up there by myself a week before everyone else. I had to clean it because the smell was just unbearable. Love the pod, gals. Keep up the great work. Please keep me anonymous. That's disgusting. Imagine like denying that. You'd easily be caught out for um, that, like having done a big Christmas dinner. Like someone was there for that. Someone remembers that. Oh, cr- yeah, fully like. Um, sorry, so we end on this one? Yeah. Um, Hi girls, I have a couple of stories from two different places I lived. Hopefully someone make you laugh. House one, 11 housemates. Location, North Dublin inner city. Length of stay, two years. Hand on heart, worst two years of my 24 years of life. And then she just says, trigger warning, poo. <laughs> I lived in an absolutely vile house for two years while I was in college. It was really tall and skinny, so it had five floors. <laughs> so you think I'm skinny? You think I'm skinny? So it had five floors and my room was on the top floor. Sometimes I'd leave for college and do a pee and know for definite I'd flush the toilet, etc. I'd lock my room when I was in college because to be honest, there were 11 other people in the house plus numerous guests. So basically, so basically I lived there. So I didn't want anyone in my room. Then when I would come home from college in the evening, there were sometimes poos in my toilet. I knew for sure they weren't mine. How? Any, how do you, it's like, would you know if it was in your poo or not? I don't think I would. I think I'd have a good idea, like... <laughs> Oh, they're from, like you're from talking memory. about Like what if you banged like, your head And couldn't remember it Would you know Poos are very circumstantial <laughs> What What if you banged your head And couldn't remember doing a poo Would you know if it was your poo or not I'd like to think that Most people's poo looks the same <laughs> Is the thing though Like Anyway Answer the question Um. So sorry Random poos in the toilet That she's saying are not hers um, I knew for sure they weren't mine Anyway one night We were drinking and chatting And it came up And it turned out Other people in the house Would also get random poos In their toilets Oh I was going to make a bad joke But I'll tell you after We realised that when other people Flush their toilets That the poo <laughs> <laughs> The poos were just Randomly popping up Into other people's rooms Like whack-a-mole Like Then one weekend Everyone was home except me I went into one of the girls' rooms to get a scarf. I'd left there and while I was in there I got a bad smell from her bathroom. I went into the bathroom thinking she must have just forgotten to flush before she left for the weekend. Anyway, I went to flush the toilet hoping it would help. Nope. Big mistake. The pipe at the back of the toilet disconnected from the toilet and all the contents of the toilet were now flowing out the back onto the floor. The whole room was filling with water and poo so I ran out and closed the door. I called the landlord who was an absolute prick and said we needed a plumber ASAP. He proceeded to give out to me for being in my friend's room instead of addressing the actual poo problem. So he says he'll ring someone soon. About 20 minutes later the doorbell goes and I enthusiastically open it thinking it must be a plumber. No, it was the barber who worked in the shop under the house. And he said, hi, sorry, can I just ask you, are you having trouble with your toilet? Because <laughs> there's shit all over the shop. <laughs> and I said, yeah, why? And he says, oh, it's coming into my shop. <laughs> <laughs> the fucking poo water was dripping into the poor man's shop absolutely vile the place is a cesspit we had to pay for electricity for our rooms and if you ran out you couldn't shower or turn on the light Jesus it makes me want to die just thinking about how much I hated it there so then she's another one house two eight housemates location Vancouver length of stay one year trigger warning also relates to toilet question mark Okay, so this house was kind of hilarious and full of characters and random furniture we acquired from thrift shops, including a piano, an on-air hockey table, we ate dinner off instead of a table, and a hot tub that didn't work on the patio full of dead mosquitoes. Six of the eight housemates were very strict vegans um, and were very into environmental issues. So we had a, if it's yellow, let it mellow room. Oh, no. Honestly, I didn't ever let it mellow. Nobody pulled me up on it. Anyway, there'd be fights sometimes about how fast we were going through toilet someone pulling you up on flushing your way away? Like, like. <laughs> so after a while, there was a toilet roll strike and out of principle, everyone stopped buying toilet roll. So everyone would either have to strategically use the toilet right before their showers or else bring a towel to the bathroom and then step into the bath 
and wash their bums and dry it off after using the t- toilet. No. Honestly, it's funny thinking about it now. Is it? Would you not? Did right? you do if you're that gonna as well? be, If you're going to be petty, buy your own toilet roll and keep it in your room. Yeah, like don't like use a towel. Don't don't have to shower every time you wee. There's petty and there's like having a shitty arse. Like let's call it spade a spade here. Do you know? It's just personal hygiene. Honestly, it's funny thinking about it now. But the time it had me up the wall uh, with anxiety. After all, I'd secretly take toilet roll from work and stuff in my pockets and secretly wipe my bum if I was using the toilet. Secretly at all. wipe my bum. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> It's always so You should always be secretly wiping your bum in fairness. <laughs> Jesus, I have plenty more stories, but I think these two oh raise the most questions. Love the podcast. Lots of love. That was good. That Thank was good. you I feel so much. So unwell. Do we all feel cleansed? Do we all feel better? Barmy and Breed, we feel, feel sick. We feel, we're going to absolutely puke our fucking rings up now. <laughs> um, We've got the Tony Gox, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> Many bandwagons. Spew City. It's a uh, Spew City. Let's bring it back. Spew uh, City. Um, bring it back to life Back to reality Go on sorry Okay So First of my mini bandwagons You gave me a gorgeous bracelet the other day I did It's a Pogue bracelet Which I had seen on Instagram On uh, Pogue the Kiss But I didn't really realise what it was until today um, So there's Melissa Curry She's a jeweller or a designer Jewelry designer yeah. She is making these Pogue pieces um, And 100% of the profits go to Jigsaw Mental Health um, Melissa champions he- mental health with first hand experience now more than ever before the pressures uncertainty and loneliness is impacting everyone especially our young so um, you can find them on Pogue the Kiss on Instagram at Pogue the Kiss or at melissacurry.com but they're actually gorgeous I haven't taken it off since you gave it to me they're lovely pieces and um, they like were a- hashtag gifted just in the interests of uh, transparency but they're lovely they're yeah. really, really nice Real, and for a great cause Real dainty little uh, bracelet Yeah Pogue They'd make um, red circle. They'd make a lovely gift uh, Yeah I think they were Selling them I could be wrong I think they were selling them On Aer Lingus Before this all kicked off Oh yeah tra- I'd believe that For people travelling over and back They were like a nice little Irish Irishy get, Like what's it Yeah called? no they are lovely What's it called? Keepsake Yeah Trinket mm, Souvenir Souvenir that's it um, So that's so yeah, Pogue the Kiss Pogue the Kiss on Instagram Or melissacurry.com on Google, on the Google. Um, number two, I have my song in the summer. What is it? You know what it is. I would have thought it was Rain On Me, but... Oh no, sorry, it's Come By Me. It's Come By Me, it's very similar. It's Come By Me by Mom. The Mom or M-O-M, I don't know what they call themselves, do you know? No, if they're listening, please let us know. Please get in touch, I'm a big fan. <laughs> I love your song. We heard this, this was on... It was, was on it 2FM. On, um, it's, Bla- it's Blair St. Clair is playing... Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> I had a feeling it would be her because of... Last week's episode, but Blair Sinclair, I do declare. Sorry, that just we were waiting to see that the dragged up announcement. Uh, Blair Sinclair is playing the George in March. She'd be class, but yeah, not for us, not maybe. For us, but maybe. <laughs> um, sorry, Vic, <laughs> we're holding out for Juju. Um, what was I saying? Oh yeah, song come by me. It's trad fuse, fusion with like pop. Yeah, there's a guy from Birmingham and a girl from Galway, I think. Um, and they go by mom or M-O-M it's very good we heard like. sorry I was saying we, it was on Spin or 98 or one of them it was on 2FM I think we heard and, it and um, you shazammed it and the rest and of I history. have not stopped listening to it since yeah um, would highly recommend it if you are into trad fusion <laughs> like myself <laughs> who isn't into trad fusion really in fairness okay and finally I found the best Netflix show of the week Okay. I was I've been biting my tongue all day to not like blow my load and tell Fanula about it before now. Is it can I guess? Yeah. India Matrix. Yeah. I knew <laughs> it was gonna be this. I knew I knew in the car I was like 
because I've been hearing good things about it's it. It's so good. Someone wrote me and asked me had I started watching it. I, I think started I it tonight. I started at maybe eleven o'clock last night and I finished it this morning. <laughs> like how long are the episodes? Like forty minutes. There's eight of them. Oh grand. Um, so it's basically a dating show. It's set between Mumbai and kind of like Houston um, and Austin in Texas. So this like matchmaker from Mumbai, she's top matchmaker in Mumbai. And she comes to help, like, um, mostly first-generation Indians um, find people to marry in America and some in Mumbai as well. But it's so, so good. You meet their families. Like, it's just gas how different it is. Like, they just decide, like, I'm 25 now. I want to get married. So, like, sign me up. And then yeah, she presents them with, like, CVs, basically. And you decide if you want to meet them. And some of them go and they bring, like, their whole, like, family, like, their mom, dad, all their aunties and uncles to meet them for the first time. And oh they're God, all sitting stress. there like being Can like, imagine? God, yeah, breed loves dogs. Don't you breed? Like it's fully like bigging them up. It's so, so good. I flew through it. I'm very, very excited about it. Can you tell? Yeah. That's Indian matchmaking on Netflix. If you want to stream that. Please watch it. If you like any of those dating shows. Could we do an episode please. on it, do you reckon? I think we could do Patreon. probably a Patreon episode on it. Interesting. You'll have to sign up to find out. Mm-hmm. Um, you we, need to watch it. We do appreciate your support. Our most recent episode is on. Princess Princess Diaries Diaries, um, for a movie club and um, we have some playlists up there and you get access to our close friends on Insta and you get to see Breed's uh, tarot reading every month you get your playlists you get your playlists Um, yeah can we say about the merch? you can say it we know some people were looking for more merch um, and we decided to look a bit closer to home um, so we're delighted to be working with uh, Dune Devail on our next drop of t-shirts they're beautiful uh, hand embroidered uh, rainbow rainbow uh, font on just like plain t-shirts and they're really really nice we got our samples last week and the quality is chef's yep. kiss um, with all the profits going to LGBT charities because pride is forever it's not just for June but also we weren't organised yeah so. we didn't get it sorted for June um, yeah so if you want one um, they're gorgeous we've got we got samples last week just to see if yeah. you'll be wearable and honestly I haven't taken mine off so keep an eye out that they'll be launching probably the this, this start it'll, of August it'll run for all of August but they, uh, yeah and it's four weeks and then once they're gone they're definitely gone because well maybe who knows but like we're <laughs> we're trying to keep it as sustainable as possible so that's the why patron, these guys the patrons gotta look at them yeah the patrons gotta sneak peek 100% good yeah 100% yeah that's all we need um, so yeah keep an eye out for that I don't think I have anything else to say if you want to leave us a review that Make would be sure really it's nice. nice. Um, we are Bonding's podcast on all socials and we would love a follow there. Um, follow yeah. us on Spotify. Um, yeah, I've been Fanula. I've been Breed. We will see you next week. Bye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash pack for free shipping and 365-day returns.